Blog Talk Radio. With your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Live, Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast is now on the air. Yaklaw's Radio, Yaklaw's Ministry. I'll be your host for the top part of the day. My name, your seer, Israel, O.C. Royal. All right, this is the top part of the day, and all the camps is ready to go. So call for details on the 224-600-5579. And wherever you located at, within 70 miles, this is the day that the Almighty made called the top part of the Sabbath day. This is the day that the Almighty have made for me and you. And we got six locations. So call the international line 224-600-5579. And wherever you located at within 70 miles, we'll look you up so you can make sure you be in that number at the proper time. The number. They're waking up all over the world. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with Will Smith, you say to them, look, I have to have the Sabbath off, which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's right. I stand corrected. (laughs) Amen. So you go to your first job with Will Smith and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. That's Oprah Winfrey, a billionaire. So she coming clean. So who will be next? I don't know. 
Well, what we do is we'll bring our LD and tell y'all about the broadcast. Remember, on the international side, it's over 900,000 strong on the international side. Ready to hear some more. Just say it's the almighty one, Y-H-W-H. And we'll turn it over to our LD and tell y'all about the broadcast. And we do have a special guest that's going to be tuned in, taking big-time notes of, of Pastor Horn. He said, listen, dear, I'm going to be taking notes. Now, I, I hear you talking some good talk. But I'm going to be taking some notes because I know a little bit, but it, it's nothing wrong with hearing a little bit more. So pass the horn, just read back a little bit and, and get the books all spread out a little bit. And, and once the elder kind of let you know who brings this broadcast and how you, you can get in contact with us, and then we'll take it from there. Pass the horn, just stand by. Get that book all spread out. When you meet the elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder, Mr. Tim Israel, tribe of Yah God Judah. Y'all fly people that see right. And Yahweh well, bless you, see Israel well, see bro. How we do? Yahweh. Well. Uh, all right, there, Elder. Well, we got a we got a um a big time pastor. He's on the broadcast of Pastor Owens and he said, Listen now, I'm gonna give y'all the benefit of doubt, y'all. Y'all show me something, because I know something myself now. But now y'all show me something, because I want to add on to what I got to do uh, and help all these ones that need help in the Word, so I want to make sure the Word is right. So it'll take your time and and uh, give a shout-out to Hallelujah Watch the Pastor on. He's he ready to hear something. His book is already spread out. Over you, I.L., to you on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, Yaquan Bush, Sierra Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. As you say, among a cast of over 900,000 listeners, and that includes Pastor Horn. Well, hallelujah, to Pastor Horn, for attending our broadcast. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure if he was at the Jackson Community Center. There were like 250 um, members from the CTA there in a meeting with um, Reverend Johnny Miller. And I happened to be putting on a performance in that particular uh, facility at that time. Well, if he was, how will we have one? And thank you for sending our broadcast. We'll start off in the Book of Sherrod. And we will probably uh, mention Sherrod chapter 11, Verse number 8, and throw in verses 35 to 37. Now, Shorah chapter 8 says, Answer not before I have heard the cause, neither interrupt men in the midst of their talk. 35. Be willing to hear every Yahweh discord, and let not the parables of understanding escape thee. 36. And if thou seest a man of understanding, get ye behind unto him, and let thy foot wear the steps of the door. 37. Let thy mind be upon the ordinance of the Aqua and meditate continually in his commandments or for instruction. He shall establish thine heart of mind and give thee wisdom at thy own desire. You know, we do this because we know that there's a history of the world past and the world present. But our history starts from our birth to our death. And those who fail to learn that history are soon to repeat it. But those who fail to learn it correctly, they're simply doomed in this world or the world to come. That's why we welcome and thank all of you for attending 
a live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, first and foremost about Yahweh's word, which we've often been questioning about how can you guys get this much out of this one book, and I read this book from front to back. Well, it comes from connecting the books, the words of Yahweh, your health, food that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and we touch on much more. We do this because you have not, and this information you came to seek, and now have found in the voices of the truest lights, tribe of God. Now, we open to you on the normal days, the non-Sabbath days, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday. However, Sabbath class we do have, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. Our current online class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath, of course, is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any one of your smart devices on the search line in the tribeyada.com. You click enter. Once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. This will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you may see menu, but after clicking this, you'll still see choices. You'll choose the tithes and offerings in doing so. Remember what it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aqua, you kindreds of the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Aqua loves that you're forgiven. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh. Also, for building a school, which we see on a daily basis, very well needed with the lack of teaching and understanding today. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program called the Yahua. Also, while there, don't forget to check our calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time in a three words. Yahweh Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Trevor Gadot. And click the red live button as soon as it appears, it'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Now, also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh Online. The first, of course, is our live conference number, which is 319 527 6065. The other is 224 600 5579. This would be our international phone number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on 
which can be answered by any one of the six million camps of Yaquara's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it. Now, on another note we should ask, please do not contact the seer via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. The seer is usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos, and now in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear discouraging doubts. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can always listen to the entire recorded show today after 10.30 p.m. To do that, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking on look for Voices of the Truth Rights. Try with Yaqua. Choose the program that you are late logging into at that point, or at that point in the previous day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal broadcast broadcast, we are also simultaneously transmitting on Peloton, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, your computer, or even now your smartwatch. Just download the Peloton app. We'll be listed under FNA Group African American. Look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadda. You'll find a room there will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel writing at Shabbat. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments on the topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And you'll find the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Peltal. Yahweh will be with you all. But I give a continuing reminder. And that reminder is that when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that are not backed up by the Bible, but those that can be backed up in the scriptures of the Bible. And we have that reminder in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. 33 says, For Yahweh is not the author of confusion, but of peace is in all churches of the saints. So we can keep the scriptures in mind that we speak of. We will turn our focus back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, all right. That was excellent. That was excellent. Your part. And um, stretch the book a little bit because uh, a couple of um, those that come on stage to do some powerful reading, um, they'll uh, be a few minutes late coming to the broadcast and and that was the final question you asked about um, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Owens. Is he um, was he at a certain place? Matter of fact, 
Let's see if we bring Pastor Owens on and find out if he's the same pastor that was um, at that community gathering uh, such as many days ago. Let's see if we meet Pastor Owens. Now, Pastor Owens, so let me say something to you. I'm going to be listening to your capital book. Um, I'll tell you what I'm all about. Hey, Pastor Owens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Pastor Owens. Now, okay, Pastor yes. Owens, there's yes. a question on the table. It's a question on the table that Pastor Owens, uh, uh, Elder, go ahead and ask that question again to Pastor Owens. He all years now come up. Well, the CTA, it appears that they had a, a meeting at the community center on Jackson a couple of days ago. I think it was 250 members holding a meeting there, along with Pastor uh, Johnny Miller. I'm not sure if you had that been or not, but I was uh, setting up a video demonstration in the basement at the Soldier that particular day. And I should have greeted you. Hallelujah, I'll well, Pastor Juan. I'll be with you. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. God bless you all. Um, yeah, no, that, that was not me. I, I wasn't at that meeting, you know, that they had, uh, a few days ago or, you know, whenever that meeting happened, I, no, that wasn't me. Okay. All right. That's excellent, Pastor. That's excellent. Uh, uh, Pastor Owens, um, that's excellent. So, um, so just, uh, right back into the top part of the Saturday, uh, Pastor, so we're going to, um, we see uh, Brother Job is coming on stage for the night's episode. We're going to bring in Brother Job. And just pass on just uh, right back a minute. And you and it's going to be the beginning of some, some great things for you. And, and uh, we're going to get at it shortly after we bring Brother Job Israel in by saying, Brother Job, y'all the Saturday. Y'all probably be there to see you right. Yeah, be with you. Israel of Seed Royal. Right now on Blog Talk Radio. But we also have 
Hello. Can you hear me there, Sage Red C. Roy? Yes, we, we hear you real good there, uh, Brother Mackay. Um, um, who all can this broadcast as we speak for the top part of the Take your time and um, let Pastor Owens know he's not on this broadcast all by himself. Now, come on. Hallelujah. Watch this, Red C. Roy. But well, we know we live on Blog Talk Radio right now at the top part of the Sabbath day. We also live on Power Talk. You can catch us on Power Talk if you want to download it on your iPhone or your Android phone, any one of the one-eyed Satan telephone. Or you can catch us on, uh, you can download it on your smart TV, your laptop, or your desktop at home. Also, um, if you want to download Power Talk, and once you've done that, you can catch us on Power Talk by scrolling down to African American, well, go to ethnic group, and then look up African American, and then you'll find us there inside of the group called B O T T Y. You see that big old line, or you see that big old B O T T Y pressed up on that board? You can also catch us on live on Facebook. You type in one uh, one state telephone or your one-eye laptop, desktop, computer, or your smart TV at home. You can type in for the Facebook page at B-O-T-T-Y. Once again, you can catch us on Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. You can catch any one of the previous broadcasts that we have previously recorded. And also, you can catch us live on Facebook as well. You can catch us also on YouTube. We go on YouTube, sometimes we program in live, or sometimes we edit. You can catch us on YouTube at B-O-T-T-Y-Y-A-D-A. Once again, you can catch us on YouTube at B-O-T-T-Y-Y-A-D-A. And also, we are be anytime we be on a broadcast on um, six nights out of the week on Blog Talk, you can catch us on Blog Talk six nights out of the week at starting at um, Sunday from 6 o'clock until 10.30. We go live every Sunday for the Blog Talk radio station at 6 o'clock to 10.30. We'll pick it back up on Monday from 6 o'clock until 10.30. Then no class on Tuesday. But we will be on that power talk that we just got done speaking about. If you download it on your phone, go to Essence Group, and then put in, uh, 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 go to African American, then look for, scroll down for V-O-T-T-Y. You can catch us there on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. sharp. The Young Lions will be doing some roaring, so we hope you tune in. We also, on Wednesdays, we will begin class once again, starting at 6 o'clock until 10.30. We actually... Tune in for that um, broadcast as well. Uh, I'm sorry, from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. I'm thinking about uh, uh, the feast day. But, no, this one is uh, Wednesday. Uh, it will be from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock. You can catch us on Blog Talk. We have previous class will begin again on Thursday on the Blog Talk radio at 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock. Again, also, we'll pick it up like today at the top part of the Sabbath day from 7.30 until 10, 10.30. 
on a blog talk radio, and then we would come back again, and a power talk would be rolling too uh, during those hours as well. You can also catch us on the bottom part of the Sabbath day, which would be Saturday, and class will begin on the power talk radio station uh, 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 at 12 o'clock p.m. Once again, power talk at 12 o'clock p.m. at the bottom part of the Sabbath day on Saturday. Then we will pick it back up for the blog talk radio station at the bottom part of the Sabbath day on Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. So we ask you all to tune in, ask questions, uh, uh, write down your questions, call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, the international phone line number is 224-600-5579. And I say that one more time. Two two four six zero zero five five now. We ask you all to write down your notes. If we're going too fast for you, that's why we ask everyone in the national audience to write down the notes, ask questions, and call the international line. Because we will have an answer for you according to the scriptures. We can uh, uh if we don't have an answer for you at that very moment. Ask you to give us a Daniel chapter 2, verse 16, and give us a little time to come back and give the answer, such as Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. So uh, we ask you all to tune in right now. Enjoy the top part of the Sabbath day. We say over to you, dear Israel, us, hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, that was excellent there, uh, young man. Um, can you look up um, the document back because Trump was saying, um, Tongue. 
as we continue to look for some more historical facts, let's turn it over to another page that reads Texagrammaton. It says, go read Texagrammaton so for the national audience and for all those who want to know why we use the name YHWA, we just come to find out that uh, anywhere where we see the word L-O-R-D inside of the Bible, uh, whether it's in capitals, uh, uh, small or large, we see, uh, we know it's supposed to be Y-H-W-H for Lord in original Shemitic tongue, which today is commonly known as Hebrew. Um, we're going to read Textagrammaton on page 30. And it reads, Textagrammaton, the four letters, the four letters, Y-H-W-H, forming the sacred name of the Supreme Deity. Whenever the words L-O-R-D, Lord, and G-O-D, God, appear in large and small capital letters in the Old Testament, the original Hebrew, Shematic tongue, text uses Y-H-W-H, now sometimes written, well, sometimes written today, they call them Jehovah, but now it's called it. All right, let's pull out some more historical document facts. All right, we're going to another word. And it says, Y-H-W-H. The uh, covenant. It says, G-O-G of Israel, Y-H-W-H. And the original Hebrew, according to Jewish custom, because of reverence, the divine name was not to be spoken. So the Hebrew Shemitic tongue words for L-O-R-D and G-O-D, Lord and God, were substituted, were substituted whenever the words L-O-R-D and G-O-D, Lord and God, appear in large and small capital letters. The original Semitic tongue, Hebrew, reads Y-H-W-H. And we'll put one more on the table, says Red C. Roy, so we can get a clarification of um, when you read something like that um, and you find out some information like that from historical facts, let's, let's find out um, what type of procedure this is that goes on in the world today that the word we want to put on the table there. It's considered when you find find a uh, a word that says L O I D and G O D. Let's see what 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 name we can put on that when we come to find out it's Y H W A. So we gonna go to some more historical facts about Y H W A. Y H W A. Read. One thing that is clear is that the name is not the Lord L O R D. This title. This title. This title is substituted for the name almost 7,000 times in the Old Testament in most English translations of the Hebrew, fluted word for the Shemitic scripture. In other words, Y-H-W-A is removed 7,000 times in the L-O-R-D. Lord is added 7,000 times. This manipulation... This manipulation, this manipulation, 
no matter how well attended, has the clear desire of YHWA, Yahqua, for people to call on his name. Over to you, sis, Red C. Roy. Hallelujah, Yahqua. All right. That was actually, that was actually, um, like we said, Pastor, just kind of wrap back a little bit. And we're going to get this top of the Sabbath day going on and and take a little note. And remember, we call that international line and any kind of questions, we'll definitely address it. One of the six anointing counts will get with you. And uh, because you got a good spirit on your Pastor, and, and, that's, and that's a good thing. So uh, we're going to open up the top five of the Saturday. Remember, all six locations is open. So call for detail 224-600-5579. And where you close the two, if there's a 61 account, we'll direct you how to get in where you've been in on the top five of the Saturday. Because like a member, Oprah Winfrey has been a billionaire. She made a lot of money, but she had to come clean. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what, for your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Okay. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. All right, so we're Chapter 12, looking at verse number 12. 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. See, the righteous spirit is the teaching. See, what, when, you, when you put on the table a little tray of tray of what you're saying, you want the Holy Ghost in, in the world. Um, the angel to guide your lesson. But truthfully, it's called the righteous spirit. So you want the righteous spirit to step in and dictate your lesson for you so you can uh, help your people. But the time now to find out exactly why these people that's all over the world in a condition they're in right now, and we're going to find out a little something. Hey, Elder, so... Um, we open up in Second Ezra. Now, Second Ezra, uh, Pastor, is a, a book called the Apocrypha. You know, in our Bible, we got 66 books. But in 1885, the Protestant Church removed 14 books. They removed 14 books in 1866. You go on your computer and ask. 
uh, your computer, how many books was in the original King James 1611? And it'll say 80 books. Then you look at your book, Pastor, and say, well, why I got 56? Well, the reason why the, the problem church in 1885, they removed 14 books from your Bible. Because there's something in that book. They didn't want you to know that we're going to connect a little bit of it according to Spirit Lady. So we're going to open up Elder in 2 Ezra chapter 14, and we're going to look at verses 1 down to verse 8. And young man, picking it back up at um, 9 down to 16, and young man, go on over to 2 Ezra chapter 5, 50 to 56. Now remember, we were teaching on the lesson. We got a lot of memos on marriage, relationships, and, and probably we'll be able to touch on some more, but if you go back on the computer, Pastor, and you, and you put in YHWH Radio Live and pull up tape 35 and 36, it'll break down marriage, relationships, but we left out a lot of things because we only be on the broadcast for three hours. And three hours don't cover a lot, but we cover a lot all the time. So you put in YHWH Radio Live and pull up tape number 35 and 36 and tell you all about marriage relationship because it's time now for us to know who with us and who not with us because we, because we got to get away from, um, I need a verse. Um, young line, Brother McKay, can you give me 724 St. John? I need a verse in, in St. John 724. What did it say that young line, Brother McKay? 734, what did it say on St. John? All right, says Red T. We're going to book of St. John on chapter 7. We're going to pick it up at verse number 24. The book of St. John, chapter 7. We're going to pick it up at verse number 24. St. John, chapter 7, verse 24, and it reads, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Mm-hmm. You see, in a relationship... Uh, Pastor Owen, we look at the appearance of a status of a person. That's that's how we pick our better head on appearance. Oh, I got to have that. Wow. But the Bible said don't make that kind of calling on a relationship. Judge righteous judgment. Keep that in your mind. Hey, yo, let's see what we got in the second of chapter 14. One down to verse number eight, and young line gonna pick it up at uh, nine through sixteen. Then go right on over to Second Ezra chapter five, verse fifty to fifty-six. Let's see what we got going on. Come on, Elder. In the book of Second Ezra chapter fourteen, reading verses one to verse number eight, one says, "And it came to pass." Upon the third day, I sat under an oak. And behold, there came a voice out of over a bush over against me and said, Estrus, Estrus, 
too. And I said, here I am. Here am I. Yahweh. And I stood up. I didn't hear that. What happened to I am? Okay. Verse number two. Um, Can you? Brother Kyle, you picked it up. Um, you found the other guy on WCC saying that the other guy got a little microphone problem. You got to recharge his microphone up and come back a little bit. Hey, uh, Young Lion, pick that up at um, Second Ezra. And now, Pastor, we know in your book you don't have no Second Ezra, but just uh, bear with us because one thing about it, you're going to make a lot of corrections. Because you're going to find out that in 1885, the Protestant church, they've taken out 14 books. There's something in them 14 books they didn't want you to know, because once you start knowing, although the Catholic church have all 80 books also, but we've been, that was 66, but now that gig is up. If something was said that we need to know, so just um, take note on 2nd Ezra. Chapter 14, 1 through 16 of Golden Kite. 2nd Ezra, chapter 14, 1 through 16. Oh, yeah, Come on. All right, Elder. Oh. Uh, okay, Elder, you got the Okay, hold on, uh, young man. For the world 
has lost his youth, and the times begin to wax old. Verse 11, for the world is divided into 12 parts, and the 10 parts of it are gone already, and half of a 10th part. Verse 12, and there remain that which is after the half of the 10th part. Verse 13, now therefore set your house in order. Verse 13, read that again. Now therefore set your family in order and reprove your people. Comfort such of them as be in trouble. And now renounce corruption. Verse 14, let go from the mortal thoughts. Cast away the burdens of man. Put off now the weak nature. Verse 15, and set aside the thoughts that are most heavy unto you and hate you to flee from these times. Verse 16, for yet greater evils than those which you have seen happen shall be done Hereafter. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, young man, I'll uh, throw in verse 34. I'll uh, throw in verse 34. What's verse 34? Say? All right. The book of Second Ezra, chapter 14, picking up at verse number 34. 34 reads Therefore, if so be that you with your own understanding and reform your mind, you shall be kept alive. And after death, you shall obtain mercy. So you see, so you see what we gotta do, uh, Pastor On. We, we gotta reform our own mind, and whatever we thought we have known, we have to put that to the side and, and we have an open mind to see what we have been taught is correct by examination. Even in marriage relationships, the way you've been taught to get out better ass, the way you've been taught to have a gathering, we got to find out if everything that we have been going through, when we open this Bible up and take a look, we want to know can it stand up? Hey, um, hey, Bud Joe, tell me. Second Ezra chapter seven. I mean ten verse seven waiting on me, but Joe. Help me, second Ezra chapter seven. I mean chapter ten verse seven. Had that waiting on me uh but Joe Israel. Second Ezra ten verse seven. Then go right over to Galatians four twenty six. So now, my line. What do we say in the wisdom of Solomon chapter fourteen verse twelve? All right. 14, verse 12. We're going over to the book of wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 14, verse 12. Reading out the red book. The book of wisdom of Solomon. Well, chapter 14. We're going to pick it up at verse number 12. The book of wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 14, verse number 12. Out of the book, out of the Procopher book. Verse 12, and it reads. For by the vain glory of men, they entered into the world. 
and therefore shall they come shortly to an end. So you know, you know, you got a lot of men that are vain. Vain men have taught us a long time, but now it's time to correct some things because if we act. 99% of the people of the book, where, where is your homeland at? Where are you from? The first thing we're going to say is our motherland is Africa. That's the first thing we're going to say. But Brother Joe's going to tell us exactly what the angel came to tell Ezra in 10 verse 7. Again, uh, Brother Joe's going to have Galatians 4.26 to tie that in. Let's see what we got. Hey, Brother Joe, um, second Ezra 10, verse 7. What did it say, Brother Joe? Where's that, Brother Joe, at? We have a little delay of WCC. We're going to have a lot of delays. Let's see. Can we um, talk up a little bit? Um, hold on. Hold on there, Brother Joe. Hold on. Hold on. When I say go. You take off in grand style, no doubt about it. But WCC, can you kind of uh, press your microphone a little bit quicker? World Council Churches. Press the microphone a little bit quicker, but we can get this audio going on. Now, Brother Joe, we are up in Second Ezra, chapter 10, verse 7. The clock is yours, and come on. Second Ezra, chapter 10, verse 7. And it reads, How that Sion, our mother, is full of all heaviness. And much humbled, mourning, very sore. Mm-hmm. And look what he said about our mother. Our mother is Zion. We're going to find out what that word Zion means, a bit, uh, uh, Pastor. We're going to find out shortly what that, so our mother is Zion. So that's who our mother is. Now we're going to go to the new book of Galatians chapter 4, verse 26. Now, now watch when we precept the Bible. We'll, we'll find out what do Zion means, uh, Pastor. We're going to find out exactly what do Zion means, which is our mother. Our mother is Zion. So we're going to Galatians chapter 4, verse 26. What does it say there, uh, Brother Joe? What do Galatians 4, 26 say about our mother in Galatians 4, 26? Come on. Galatians chapter 4, verse 26, and it reads, Am I therefore become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. Hold on, on that, brother. Look at it real carefully. Um, young lion, brother Mackay, look at that. Look at that. Um, Galatians four twenty six, and bring it out there, brother Mackay. Come on. All right, we're going to the book of Galatians. Want to read chapter four? We're going to pick it up at verse number 26. We're going to the book Galatians. We're going to read chapter 4. We want to pick it up at verse number 26. The book Galatians, chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at verse number 26. Verse 26, and it reads, But Jerusalem, Yadah Judah, which is above is free, which is the mother of us all. So you had Pastor on. See, the mother, our motherland is what you call Jerusalem, which is a 
which is a polluted word for Judah, the tribe of Judah, southern kingdom. See, that's our motherland. So we, we can ask 95%, 99%, where's your motherland? First thing I'm say is Africa. Yeah, okay, Africa got 30, 40 spots over there. Where at in Africa? You know, but we from the people of the book is from the southern kingdom, the tribe of Judah, which they call Jerusalem. That's our motherland. So Zion and Jerusalem, it comes from the bloodline called Judah, the fourth son of Israel. So that is our motherland when we look at what we read in Second Ezra and what we read in Second Ezra 10, verse 7 about Brother Job and, and Galatians 4, 26. So our motherland, take a note of that, uh, Pastor Owen. Our motherland is Judah, southern kingdom. Matter of fact, it's the center cap of the world in Ezekiel 5, verse 5. So now, young lions, Brother Micaiah, come on back to um, 2 Ezra chapter 5, verse 50, down to verse 56. And uh, Elder had me the wisdom of Solomon chapter 6, verse 17, 18. And Brother Joseph had me Leviticus 23, 1, 2, 3. Then go right down to Leviticus 24, 1 and 8. Had that waiting on me, Brother Joe. Uh, Brother Micaiah. What is second Ezra chapter five, verse fifty down to verse fifty six there? What is that? Come on out, Brother Micaiah. Come on. Brother Micaiah. The WCC saying we haven't promised the microphone here. You got to bear witness. Okay, good. So let's let's um let's see if we find uh but hey, but Joe, let's yep, look at um, yeah. Let's see, can we look at before we go to Leviticus two and three, one, two, and three. Hey, hey, yo, see, can you pick up pick up that um, Captain Israel five, verse fifty down to verse fifty six. The child lay a little groundwork down uh Elder. We're trying to work our way around to a, a couple of things. Second Ezra chapter five, verse fifty, down to verse fifty-six. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, um, Pastor, I mean, um, Mr. Tibbs, what's going on with your network? Hold on, let's see what's going on. Uh. WCC saying we having microphone problems here. We're trying to correct it. L. All right, L. Second Ezra chapter 5, verse 50 out of verse 56. What is that, L? Sister Sarah. Yakwa BGSC Ray. Sister Sarah. Yakwa BGSC Ray. Yahweh bless. Hallelujah. Um, sticking you looking at a red book and look at second Ezra chapter five, verse fifty down verse fifty six. Let's see what we got, what we working with. Second Ezra 
chapter 5, verse 50 down to verse 56. We have a little microphone problem there, uh, Pastor Horn, but we're going to kind of get it right before we live at the class out of camp one. But two, three, four, five, six, we live here as well. So we're going to get the job done. We're going to lay a little foundation there, uh, Pastor. And second is chapter 5 there, Sister Sarah. Get that microphone and hold that microphone. Uh, 50 down to verse 56, what it say?
things is, is bad from WCC. Um, well, Joe, do you have that uh, 13 chapter? Uh, Zechariah chapter 13, verse 8 down to verse 10, Brother Joe. Zechariah chapter 13, 8 down to verse 10. You got it, Brother Joe? Pull it out from the got that.
It says you got six days to take all your business. You got six days to take all your business. But on the Sabbath day, on the Sabbath day, uh, on the Sabbath day, for your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Yeah. So the Sabbath day is when the sun down on Friday until the sun down on Saturday. Now, Brother Joseph, we're looking at 24, chapter verse 1 and 8. Let's see what we got. Uh, Brother Joseph, Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. Let's see what we're reading there, Brother Joseph. Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. Come on. Leviticus chapter 24. And they are spake unto Moses, saying, Command the verse children eight. of Israel. Verse 8. Verse 8. Verse 8. Every Sabbath he shall set in an order before the Yahweh continually, continually being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. You see, Pastor, we got one thing about it, the Bible. We got to keep that. That Sabbath day. That Sabbath day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. We, we got to keep that day. That's the day that the Bible supports. Matter of fact, um, Sister Judith, I mean, Sister Sarah, look what this day is according to the creation in, in Genesis 2, verse 3. This day in Genesis 2, verse 3, what is that we can read in Genesis 2, verse 3 now, Sister Sarah? 2, verse 3, what does it say? To the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 3. Yes. Book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 3, and it reads, verse 3, and Yahweh blessed seven days, and sanctified it, because they in it, he had rested from all his works, which Yahweh created and made. So, the blessed day is the Sabbath day. That's the day he got a blessed day on. Now, when he came into the body, um, Brother Joe, we're going to get a few more in, then we're going to kind of get back on this memo showing you about how you detect your better half. we got so many memos on there, so we we got to get back on that. And, to, and then you can examine yourself what you're working with. We're going to take a look at that shortly. But we're going to get a little bit more for Pastor Orange. To make sure we're clear, um, brother Joe, what did what did the Almighty Son do in Luke chapter four, verse twenty-six? Hey, brother Joe, what did yes. the Son do when it's time to worship? In Luke chapter four, verse sixteen. What did say, brother Joe? Luke chapter four, verse sixteen. 
Luke chapter 4, verse 16. And it reads, Luke chapter 4, verse 16. Luke chapter 4, verse 16. All right, I'm right there on it, sir. Luke. Pick it up, I'll take it there. Luke
Now, keep one thing in your mind about the Sabbath day. Keep one thing about the Sabbath day. It's like, um, it's like somebody come and say, um, hey, sir, ma'am, uh, can I cut your grass? They say, yeah, yeah, cut my grass. Um, okay, I'm going to cut your grass. And you show them the yard to cut your grass, and they cut half of your grass. And they come over to you and say, um, I'm ready to get paid now. I'll cut your grass. Wait a minute. You cut half of the grass. What about hmm. the other half? Oh, no. Well, I just cut half of it, but I'm looking for whole pay. That's the same thing about hmm. the Sabbath day. You can't do the Sabbath day. You can't have cops the Sabbath day. You got to do the man what the man tell you to do. The Sabbath well, day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You can't give him half of the day and say you want whole pay. No, no. You got to give him the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. Just like somebody come to cut your grass, you show them the yard, and they cut half of the grass. Well, we're going to do half of, the, half of the grass, but I want whole pay. Okay. They're going to say, how you going to get whole pay, and you ain't cut the half of the grass? That's the same thing about the Sabbath day. You got to keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You got to do it the way he tell you to do it, or you're going to be in trouble with him. Unless you repent. So we're going to the 20th chapter of the book called Exodus, um, Brother Joe. We're going to the 20th chapter of Exodus and look at verse 1, 2, and 3. We're going to Exodus chapter 20, verse 1, 2, and 3, Brother Joe. And Sister Sarah held me the book called Amos 2, 11. Then go right to Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7. Hey, Joe, what, what can we read? Exodus chapter, chapter 20, 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1, 2, and 3. Come on. Exodus chapter 20, verse 1, 2, and 3. And it reads, And Yahweh spake all these words, saying, Verse 2, I am the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, which have brought thee out of the land of of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Verse 3, thou, though thou shalt have no other Yahweh before me. Verse 4, thou shalt not make unto thee any Wait, graven. Hold on, just one, two, or three there, Brother Joe. Uh, look at it real carefully. One, two, and three, that's all we want. One, two, and three. Take your time and look at one, two, and three. And remember, our pastor on is taking big time notes on you, Brother Joe. So uh, look at the 20th chapter and look at verse one, two, and three real carefully. One, two, and three, what does it say? Of Leviticus chapter 20. I mean, not, I mean Exodus chapter 20. And it reads, And Yahweh spake all these words, saying, verse 2, I am the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Out of the house of bondage. Verse 3. Thou shalt not have no other Yahweh before me. So, what the Almighty wants, Pastor Owen, is up to be Lord to him. He, he wants to be Lord to him, then he'll be Lord to you. But we're going to find who is, he, who is who Moses, he told Moses, tell us to. We're going to find out. In Amos 
two words he would have a uh, pastor on. See, it's just like a relationship. What you want in a relationship is loyalty. And Almighty is telling Moses, Moses, I want the people to be loyal to me, and I'll be loyal to them. Now, we're going to find out exactly in Amos chapter 2, verse 11, uh, Pastor Owen. Listen real good at 2, verse 11. What it says, uh, Sister Sarah. And I raised, I'm sorry, book of Amos chapter 2, verse 11. Going to the book of Amos, chapter 2, verse 7, verse 7 reads, And I raised up your son from Israel, and of your young men, the Nazarite, who did not even up, O your children of Israel. So now we found out in Amos, uh, chapter 1, 2, 11, he raised up. A family called children of Israel, and out of the family of children of Israel, he raised up Seer. And the Seer is the one that gets the message to the elders. And the elders is the one that gets the message to the teachers. And the teachers is the one that gets the message to the father. And the father is the one that gets it to the mother. And the mother gets it down to the children. So that's the protocol of Pastor. On now, watch what it says in Amos 3, verse 1, 2, and verse 7. Come on, Sarah. Going to the book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 1, 2, and 7. Verse 1 reads Hear this word that the Yahweh has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt. Hey, verse 2. You only have our known. Come down from the father, the son, to the angels, to the seers. And the seer's job is immediately to do something once you get a hold to it. Uh, but Joe, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 15 and 16, let's see, immediately wants to, so he's going to protocol, uh, Pastor. In the book of Revelation chapter 5, the Almighty is the one that wrote the book. When you read Inside Prophecy in Revelation chapter 5. Then, once he had completed the book, he called for his son to take hold to this book. And his son came and grabbed the book, and this is in um, Revelation chapter 5. And he read the book. So he understood his, his position in there. And once he read the book, he called an angel. And then, then he sit there and watch the angels read the book and said, do you got it now? Yes. Now get down to the syrup. And he got down to the syrup, and they got the book. So that is the protocol, and we're getting ready to read that by Brother Joe and 3, verse 14 and 15. This is good. Uh, I'll pass it on. Brother Joe. Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Come on. 
Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. And it reads, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Verse 14. And it reads, And Yahweh said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Verse 15. Verse 15 and 16. Verse 15 and 16. Come on. Right. And Yahweh said, moreover, unto Moses, shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Yahweh, Yahweh of your fathers, the Yahweh of Abraham, the Yahweh of Isaac, and the Yahweh of Israel I'm, I'm new, have uh, sent me, me unto uh, you. This is my name forever. This is my this and this generation and this is my memorial unto all generations. Verse sixteen. Go and gather the elders of Israel together. And say unto them, the Yahweh, Yahweh of your fathers, the Yahweh of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, Israel, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you. And seen, uh, that's, that's and seen that. So we find out that. The protocol of passing is the Father's book. He gives you the Son. The Son understands the book and he passes to the angels. The angels get it, they take it down to the seer. And now we're going to get a definition on what is the seer so you can be clear about what the seer um, to the Sarah. Well, let's bubble Kaya in first. Samuel, chapter 9, verse 6 down to verse 9. We'll get the definition of a sphere. What is that? What are you talking about, a sphere? What's what that supposed to mean? We're going to find out, uh, Pastor Owen, what is a sphere, S-E-E-R? What is that? We're going to find out right now by going to 1 Samuel, chapter 9, verse 6 down to verse 9. What did it say that, Brother Makaya? Come on. Look at Chapter 9, verse 6 down to verse number 9. The book of 1 Samuel. Chapter 9, verse 6 down to verse number 9. Verse 6 in the read. And he said unto him, Behold, now, there is in this city a man of YHWA, Yahweh, and he is an honorable man. All that he says come surely to pass. Now let us go. Now let us go there. Peradventure, uh, he can show us our way that we should go. Verse number seven. Then said Saul to his servants, But behold, if we go 
the man of YHWA Joshua to tell us our way. Verse number nine. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of Yahweh, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the city. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. That's the reason why, that's the reason why, when you see the word prophet in the Bible, uh, Pastor Owen, when you see, when you see the word pastor in the Bible, I mean, prophet in the Bible, uh, four times it was called a seer. That word was alterated, and now they use the word called a prophet, but the proper word is seer. So now we're gonna we're gonna read something by Sister Sarah in Deuteronomy chapter four, verse one, two, and twenty-seven. Listen real good, Pastor. On, listen real good. Deuteronomy chapter four, verse one, two. Then skip down to verse twenty-seven. Let's see where we go from there. Listen good. All right, going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, reading verses 1, 2, and verse 27. Uh-huh. Verse 1 reads, Now therefore hearts, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judges, which I teach you, for to do them that you may live and go into possess the land which Yahweh, Yahweh, your father gives you. Verse 2. You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish our promise. That you may keep the commandments of Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you. Verse 27. And the Yahweh shall scatter you among the nations, and you shall be left few in number among the heathen. Whether the Yahweh shall lead you. So now you, so you find out, hey, Pastor, you're talking to people called the children of Israel. You let them know don't add nothing to this word and don't take nothing away from this word. And if so evidently, they didn't follow through because they've been scattered to every nation upon the sun. Okay, good. We understand that. But now, what is we got to say? Hey, hey Brother Joseph, how many have me Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6. Now skip down, uh, get down to verse number 29. We'll read down to verse 21. Now we, we clear, we talk to the children of Israel, all 12 tribes and all 12 tribes they have been kept. This message ends according to Isaiah 46, 9 through 11. He called the end from the beginning. So passed on is no accident. Listen real carefully what he says in verse number 29 to 31. Come on, Sister Sarah. All right. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29 through 
even in the latter day, if you turn to Yahweh, thou Yahweh, and shall be obedient unto his voice. Verse 31. For the Yahweh, thou Yahweh, is a merciful Yahweh. He will not forsake you, neither destroy you, nor forget the covenant of thy father, which he swore unto them. Now, so look what he's saying. He said, now, once you in the predicament you in right now, and now if you understand that you have been doing wrong, and then he made it plain you got to do something else, uh, Matthew 4, 17, so seven, and Brother Joe Brown me Acts 3, 19, waiting on me. He said, now, once you find out that you're not doing being loyal to your mighty one. If you find out the days we worship is wrong, and uh, once you understand they're wrong, just like um, Oprah, she's a billionaire. She understood that she was wrong. For your first job... Working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. So... Again, like we said, Pastor on is just like somebody that cut your grass. And yeah, okay, go on in my side of my backyard and cut my grass. And they go cut, they see the yard and they cut half of the grass. They say, uh, Pastor on, I'm still cutting your grass. And you go back and look and say, well, you didn't cover half of my grass. And, and, well, I won't hold money. Now, you know that ain't going to work. That same thing about Yaqua Saturday. Yaqua Saturday is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. And what we got to do on that day, on the 26th, uh, verse 3 of Isaiah, Sister Sarah, what do we do on that day in Isaiah 26, verse 3? This is what we do on the Saturday, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. Because if you go and try to get whole money for cutting half of the grass, you know that ain't going to work. That same thing Almighty saying about this Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is sundown Friday, it's sundown Saturday. And this is what we're supposed to be doing on the Sabbath day in Isaiah 26, verse 3. Most of Sarah, what do you say? Going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3. Book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3. Verse 3 reads, Thou in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me, because he trusts in me. You got to trust in him, and you got to keep your mind on him. When the sun down on Friday, sun down on Saturday, the pastor on, your mind got to be focused on one thing, your mighty one. You got to be loyal to him, and he'll be loyal to you. See, he talked to one people called the children of Israel. Now, Brother Joe, 
What does it say that we can read, Brother Job, in, in Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6? What does it say that, Brother Job? Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6, and it reads, Every word of your is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Verse 6, And thou, not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Do you say? He said, don't add to his word. If he tell you what he wants to be done with all that power, then you do what the man tell you to do. The man said, one. be loyal to him. And if you be loyal to him, he be loyal to you. But Job, now go to the 28th chapter, and let's see what will happen in Deuteronomy. Moses prophesied of what was going to happen in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 down to verse 50. Let's see the prophecy to the children of Israel about being loyal to him. He said, listen, all the Almighty want out of you is loyalty. What I got written in his Bible, can't no man change it. My son couldn't change it in Revelation chapter 5. And can't no man change my day. If I tell you, honor me, sundown, Friday, sundown, Saturday, that's the end of it. Let's see what he told Moses to write in the 1400 B.C. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 down to verse 50. What, what, what you got there, Brother Job? Deuteronomy 28, 47 down to verse 50. Hey, hold on, hold on, Brother Job. Hold on, Brother Job. What did I tell you? Go ahead. Remember you read for the national order, and you read for that whole thing building you in. So let's just see if it is thoughts out first. And when I tell you go ahead, then you take off. So in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 through 50, Brother Joe, take your time. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to verse 50, and it reads, Because thou servest not, the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, with joyfulness and with gladness of mind. For the, for the abundance of all things. Verse 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Yahweh shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he hath destroyed thee. Verse 49, the, the Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not 
understand. Verse 50, and it reads, A nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of old, nor shew favor to the young. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So, he, so he said, now, since you want to serve me, see, the Saturday is a blessed day. It's a joyful day. Because you've been the people that he's been chose to be the role model for all the other nations. So if we don't take this Sabbath day seriously and being a role model for the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, then we're not being loyal to our mighty one. If we got to be loyal to him, if he wants the blessing to come to you for yourself and your family, you got to do what the man tells you to do. When the son read the book in Revelation chapter 5, he knew then and there. His part was not to be changed on what part he had to do and the same thing about today. You cannot change what he got written in his Bible. Now, Sister Sarah, we're going to read some end-time prophecy. Remember, in Revelation chapter 1, 17 through 19, and 4, 1 is end-time prophecy. So we're going to the 14th chapter, look at 8, down to verse 10. We're going to Revelation 14, verse 8, down to verse 10, Sister Sarah. See, we cannot change all we have to do to be loyal to him is follow. And just like this, for example, hold somebody is on a job. And he said, this is your route. You do this route. And you do it the time I tell you to do it, you got a paycheck coming. The way you got a paycheck coming. Okay. You get the route. This is the route I got to do. And you want a paycheck, you do the route. You put the time in. Then you get in the paycheck line. Right? You get in the paycheck line because you want a paycheck. But suppose you get a route and you do the route the way you want to do it. Well, the route they go here, they turn that way, turn left, yeah. and you take, and you go and turn right. Right. Okay. You 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 ran the gas down, but you went the wrong day, the wrong way on your route. So, when you come to the paycheck line, what do you think your boss gonna say to you? Although you was out there all the time, he said you didn't run the right the route the way I told you to run the route. So I don't know why you in the paycheck line, huh? Mm-hmm. And that same thing the Almighty saying. You have to figure out what this man's saying, and according to this Bible, not what man's saying, because he's making the claim about man. Hey, Brother Joe, give me um, Romans chapter 3, verse 4. See, when it comes down to man, and Romans 3, verse 4, help me out there, Brother Joe. Romans 3. Verse 4, what does it say about man? So we got to be clear about man in Romans chapter 3, verse number 4. Romans chapter 3, verse 4. And it reads, Romans chapter 3, verse 4. Yahweh forbid, yea, let Yahweh be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, 
and see what that definition says. It's a definition. I'm going to look up a word. What that word is, I need a definition of it. What's that? All right. Looking up uh, the definition of arrested development. And it reads, an abnormal state in which development has stopped permanently. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what, what that word mean again? An abnormal state in which development has stopped permanently. That means this word is, see, you have to watch. Some people's development have, it's like they have stopped permanently. See, every time you come into this room or Get a hold of some dust heads, y'all. We're supposed to see growth in you. We're supposed to see you growing. You know, we can tell when you're ready because one day it's going to be a school, a banquet hall, a radio station. So you got to be able to teach. But we got to watch your development uh, increase, not decrease. So you've got to study according to the 26th chapter, verse 40 of Matthew, you've got to get a man an hour in. If you be loyal to this man, this man be loyal to you. But when we see your development, is at a standstill. Well, I know it all, I got it. And you're struggling everywhere. We've been chosen to be help to the people to come. But if I would if we don't lead by example, then we're going to watch our development uh, be, give, it, give, me, give me a synonym on that word called development, on that word you read. Give me a, a synonym. Emphasize. Regression. What, what word? Regression. Regression. That's, that's the way I want. It seems like I see you going forward, you'll see them going backwards. You, you're watching to see the growth. Because sooner or later, you have a uh, a school built. The teachers got to be prepared to help those that come. But only way you gonna be able to help them of those that come, you got to understand what was said in the beginning of the Bible, and you got to try and see do you line up with the Bible say. And we're going to get a case in point by the young line about some things we need to know according to this Bible. We're going back and look at the book of Genesis there, young line. We're going to get a case in point. Now, we want you to take notes because, matter of fact, uh, Sister Sarah, read me 1 Corinthians 7, verse 29. This is real good. We're going we to make do a little alteration right now. We're going to take a look at some things. Because we got to make sure in 1 Corinthians 7, 20, 29, what is that for Sarah? Book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 7, verse 29. Yes, what does it say? Chapter 7, verse 29. Verse 29 reads, but 
He said, he said that the time is short. He said, you got to treat this thing as you got a wife and like you don't have a wife. Because if, if the wife is not pushing you to do Yahweh's will, then you examine what you're dealing with through the page of the book. See, your better half is to push you to be on your job in Yahweh. That's what she was created to do, to push you, to remind you. We'll get a case in point in a minute, exactly what that means in a case in point. But right now we're going to the book of Genesis, um, Brother Micaiah. We're going to understand you got to know what you're working with and how you accept examination and everything through the Bible. So it's very important to once the young couple start coming to the camp, they have to understand that the way your parents, your grandmothers have taught you, we're going to examine through the Bible, see sure it holds up. We're going to check now. We're going to get to chapter 2, verse 15, 19, and 20. Let's say that our young line, Brother Micaiah. All right, we're going to the book again. Okay, good. 
Now let's go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now listen good. Now if Adam got this position, is to be head man, and whatever Adam says, he gets the first word and the last word, because this is the way the Father created. Adam gets the first word and the last word. Now, here comes the what we call um, the ones that um, will take you off the Bible, like the one will tell you, I see you in church Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. The Bible tells you, folks, keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. But you always got somebody going to check your face and see what you do the Bible Sabbath day or what you do traditions of me. So when you're doing Sunday, you're doing a tradition for me. But when you keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, then you're doing the Bible Sabbath day. But you always got somebody going to test you to see what you hold to the Bible or what you go with along with what your mama, your dad, and grandmama said because they would never tell you straight up that it was the same. They didn't know. But that's why it's time now to say, hey, the Sabbath day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That's the blessed day. We got no business doing the Sunday because that was given by man, and the Pope is the head of it. In 321 A.D., Constantine gave you that day. And he also gave you a trinity with it. He gave you pain, imprisonment, or death. That's what he gave you. Constantine, 321 A.D. He the one stuck down on Sabbath day. The head of the Roman Christian church. 321 A.D. He struck that down. And he also gave a trinity. Pain. If I catch you doing not Sunday, you're doing the wrong day, come and knock the pastor off the roster. If I come back again and catch him not doing it, pull him out and put him in prison. If I come back again and catch him doing it, then kill him. So that's what's been passed down. And if you look up Constantine 321 A.D., he the one gave a sun worshiping. As you in. Look up in the dictionary and tell you, Sunday is the first day of the week. Worship of the sun, as you in. You got it? Good. But we're trying to correct things. It's up to you to make adjustments according to the Bible, not traditions, traditions of men. It's time to help our people. It's time to flip a school. It's time to have teachers that can teach the Bible, not by tradition, but what the Bible says. Go with the Bible. So what are we reading there, y'all like? All right. We're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 3. Let's pick it up at verse number 1. And skip down to verse 5 and 6. Now listen, let's read verse 1 and 2, just in, 3, 1 and 2, just so we we'll be clear what's going on. Genesis 3, 1 and 2. All right. We're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2, and we're skipping down to verse number 10. The book of Genesis, chapter 3. One and it reads Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the wise W.A. Yahweh, Yahweh had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, as the wise W.A. Yahweh said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Verse number two And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. 
verse 17. Now, I'll tell you what. Keep on reading down. Keep, keep reading. Fail down. Fail down to verse 6. So then you'll get down to verse 14 and 16. We're going to read for, for Pastor Owen's sake. We just going to keep reading. Stay on down to uh, 3 down to verse 6. Listen to it, Pastor Owen. 3 to 6. All right. Picking it back up in the book of Genesis, chapter 3. Read verse number 3 down to 6. And it reads, But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, Yahweh has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, least you die. Verse 4. And the serpent said, and the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Verse 5. For Yahweh doeth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as Yahweh knowing good and evil. Verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired, to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now stop it there. Now look what happened. When, 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 when the book was put together by Revelation chapter 5 by the father. He gave his son. Son gave it to the angel. And now he did what else? He told Adam his position to be the highest man on the planet. And whatever you say, Adam, you get the first word and the last word. Satan also heard everything was going on. So once the woman was left alone and Adam was around, then Satan came over to the woman and tempted her and said, um, what he said again in verse 5, listen to what he said in verse 5, 3, 5. The book of Genesis, chapter 3, we're picking it back up at verse number 5, verse 5 and it reads, For Yahweh do know that in the day you eat thereof, and your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as Yahweh. Now you see that? But she probably said, then and there, I wasn't created to be no Yahweh. I was created to be a help me. She read then and there. That is not in her creation to be no equal or above Adam. She probably, she knew then and there her, that she was created to be a help me. Huh? She was created to be a helpmate with him. Okay, good. Now, she listened to the serpent, Satan the devil. Then she took that information right back to her mighty one. But she knew clearly that the creation was for her to be her helpmate. Come back and read again what did the Almighty set up. Let's come back again and read it again. And, um... 19 and 20. 2, 19 and 20. Listen to what the Almighty said. Now you tell me, Pastor Owen, do we got a lot of teaching we got to do? 2, 19 and 20. Listen good. The book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 and verse number 20. Verse 19 reads, And out of the ground, the Y-H-W-H-Yahweh, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air 
and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Verse 20. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found and help me for him. So you see, there was not found a help meet for him. So the Almighty created him a help meet for him. And we'll explain more about that. Now we're going back to the third chapter, verse 14 and 16. And listen good. Hey, Pastor Owens, listen real good at verse 14 and verse 16. Listen real good at this. Right, we're going back to the book of Genesis, chapter 3. We're going to verse number 14 and verse number 16. The book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 14 and verse 16. Verse 14, read. And the YHWA Yahweh, Yahweh said unto the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly, Shall you go, and thus shall you eat all the days of your life. Verse number 16. Listen. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow, and your sorrow you shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. He said your desire to be to your husband, and he should rule over you. This Almighty said, your desire. Now, what does that word mean about the definition of the word called desire? That's a, that's a word that, um, we need to find what that word means. We need to find what that word means, your desire should be to your husband. You know, you got um applications that you get to get on the job and they got on the application of what is your preference? They use the word they ask you what's your preference? You know what they say? Well my preference is um I'm a woman and my preference is women. And that's what you want to get my but you know what that word means? The same thing desire. But Yahweh is telling you right then and there. Your desire should not be on a another woman. Your desire should be on your better half. That is your desire. So right there in the Bible is telling you right there and there. So you want that that all of a sudden say, I think the Almighty made me wrong. He made you wrong. He's telling you right now what your desire is supposed to be first. Oh, what is your desire? What is your preference? Well, I desire to have me, um, no. Your desire is to be to that man. That is your desire. But that man, that your desire to, he must be 37 verse 12. Oh, July. Hey, Brother Joe, what is saying 37 verse 12? So you just can't all of a sudden just grab hold to any, any. You got to make sure you grab a 37 verse 12 because in the Corinthians, your desire should not be on your job, your, your desire on your money, your desire on your property, 
your first desire is to that Adam, that man that laid down on that pillow with you. That is your desire. But it just can't be no any kind of man. This is what we mess up at. We get up a man on appearance. That ain't going to cut it. You got to get you a man of 37 verse 12 of the rock. So you have to find out. But this is about how you try the 37 trail man. Because we're going to find out more about your desires that you need to know. 37 verse 12. What it says? Hey, Brother Joe. What it says we can read in the rock. 37 verse number 12 there, Brother Joe. What can we read in 37 verse 12? Right. 37 verse number 12. And it reads. Be, but be continually with a Yahweh man whom thou knowest to keep the commandment of the Yahweh, whose mind is according to thy mind and will sorrow with thee if thou shalt miscarry. So this man right here, he first of all, you have to make sure you got a Yahweh man. A Yahweh man is not a man of the world. A Yahweh man that you got to just watch him. You ain't got that word. Do we keep Yahweh first? If he keep Yahweh first, that is a Yahweh man that keeps Yahweh's covenant. Just not a man got britches on. The man got to be a covenant keeper. So if he got a covenant keeper, then he got somebody to check him. Because if you're a Yahweh man, you got something written about the order of things in First Corinthians chapter 11. Let's see what you can read in First Corinthians chapter 11 now, uh, Brother Joe. We're going at, we're going at 11. We're going to read verse, and Sister Sarah is going to pick up that fold out of verse 9. We're going to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, 2, and 3. Sister Sarah having me fold out of verse 9. Come on, Brother Joe. 1 Corinthians 11, 1, 2, and 3. What's that, Brother Joe? In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, 2, and 3. 1, 2, and 3. All right. First Corinthians chapter eleven. I'm right here. First one. First, verse one, two, three. First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse one, two, and three, and it reads. Okay. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Yahweh the Son. Verse 2, now I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. Verse 3, but I would have you know that the head of every man is Yahweh's son, 
and the head of the woman is the man. And the head of Yahweh the son is Yahweh the father. All right, good. He says, he said, be followers of me. And uh, I need a precept on that, um, but Joe, give me the 24th chapter, verse 14 of Acts. What do you mean, but be, be followers of me? Let's look at Acts chapter 24, verse 14. What that mean? Be ye followers of me as I'm following Yahweh the Son. What's that supposed to mean in the 24th chapter, verse 14 of Acts? 24, verse 14. What do you mean that, Brother Joe? 24, verse 14. Of verse 14. Verse 14. What's that mean? And it reads. Okay, here we go. 24th chapter of Acts, and it reads. All right, here we go. Verse 1. Uncovered. 
and loving woman is a gift of the YHWA Yahweh. And there is nothing so much worse as a mind well instructed. You see that? The man's job, a Yahweh man's job, is to instruct his better half through the scripture. The first thing you have to do when you see couples that come to you in time to come, they have to be instructed through the scripture. It's not what, what how your parents were together 50 years and whatever. No, no, no. You got to be well, a person with you got to be well instructed. So the Yahweh man must first well instruct his better half on what the Bible says. That means he got to be a Yahweh man to keep the covenant. Let's go to 25 verse 1, Brother McKay. This is good. 25 verse 1. Entreat 
for the same again. Verse 20. As long as you live and have breath in you, give not yourself over to any. 21. For better it is that your children should speak to you than that you should stand to their curse. Verse 22. And all your words, keep to yourself the preeminent. Leave not a stain in your eyes. Verse 23. At the time when you shall end, 23, at the time when you shall end your day and finish your life, distribute your inheritance. You see that? So he said now, you don't give your son or your wife, your your family power over you as long as you got breath in your body. When you start saying time for you to die, then you start working it out. Then you start working it out. If you credit to be the Yahweh of the earth, that means you got the first word and the last word according to the creation of Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Son. So that's why you got to be a Yahweh man. You got to make sure you're making a calling according to the Bible. Do you will be held accountable for it? So you got to make sure you understand if you the Yahweh man, things must be done immediately by you being Yahweh man. We're gonna get a case in point. Now we're going, um, brother Makai. We're going to. How do we know when we got, when we're working with something? How do we know? You got to watch the page of the book. Certain things that must be said that comes out of the mouth once they are well instructed. Now, I'm going to show you where, remember the writer of Sirach 26, 14, he said, it's no better mind well instructed, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get a case in point. Let's go back to Exodus 4, verse 24. Let's go back to Exodus 24, and let's find out something. If you don't instruct your better half, then watch this right here. Exodus 20, I mean, 4, verse 24. Listen to this. We're going over to the book of Exodus. We're going to read chapter 4. Verse 24. And we want verse number 24. Listen to it. The book of Exodus, chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at verse number 24. 24, and it reads. And it came to pass by the way in the end that the YHWA Yahweh met him and sought to kill him. And, and Yahweh sought to what? Sought to kill him. And Yahweh sought to kill See, Moses had a message on his children of Israel weighing down, and he forgot to do something. Mm-hmm. But by having his best head well instructed. Listen good. Watch this. Verse 25. Then the Torah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her stomach and cast it at his feet and said, Surely a bloody husband are you to me. You see that? So you see that? So she knew that Moses told to after eight days circumcise that son, but he was so big with the people he forgot. But she knew. So she Want to help me to him, so she knows she went and grabbed that song right away and circumcised that boy 
and threw it down at, at the teacher. Look here, watch yourself now. Don't let the teacher weigh it out. Huh? So she was well instructed. Before she'd been just a, a just a, a, a Christian. You've been dead. You got to instruct your better half what the Bible says. And if you if the man forgets, she's supposed to pick it up. Like you said, it's uh like when he bring his books out, checking his books out. She already know what books he needs. She's gonna be with him anyway. And uh, I can't remember that verse. So baby, you know, yeah, that's uh, that verse that go to that. That's what you create to do. That's why, first of all, she got to be well instructed. Just like Moses, the Torah, well instructed, that new Moses was going circumcise that boy after eight days. But he forgot. But she didn't. See that? That's why she has to know what to do. That's why man has to make sure he instructs. It's better half according to the Bible. What is the Bible? Because you got two marks in here. You got the mark of Yahweh, which is called instruction, and you got non-appliances is the other mark. And but you know, he made it plain now, Sarah. Now give me that verse nine. I need it now in the fourteen chapter eight through ten. Oh, Revelation nine. Need that verse nine. Now I can stand in that verse. So we got two marks in the Bible. You got a mark of the world that going to pay no never mind to the order of things. And you got the, the, the mind of know what you created to do. If you created to be a help me, Yahweh ain't made no error. Why don't you do the role that Yahweh gives it to you? Because your desire, and desire means it's just like the baptism of old. Totally immersed in the water. Not baptized by putting your toe in it. They used to merge you all the way down in the water and pull you all the way up. That would mean by design. You got to be loyal to your Yahweh. And we'll show you how much loyalty you got to be in a minute. After we look at the 14 chapter 8 through 10. What it says itself. Chapter 1. We'll pick it up at verse. 
um, and a brother of Job had me Ruth chapter 3, uh, 8 down to verse number 11 in the closing statement. Uh, brother Joe, have me Ruth chapter 3, 4 down to verse 8. Ruth chapter 3, we'll make it 8 down to verse number 11. Ruth 3. 8 to 11. Had that waiting on uh, Brother Joe. Let's look at Ruth again. Uh, Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Come on, uh, Brother Makai. Listen good. All right. We're going to the book of Ruth chapter 1, verse 16, verse number 17. Now, now, what we're trying to find out is what, if your desire to that husband, that man you with the one laying on that pillow, that y'all father man. Certain things got to come out your mouth once you're well instructed. Somewhere on the line, once you're well instructed, then these words you that will have to come out of her mouth once she instructed about these words. 1, 16 and 17, come on. All right, we're going to the book of Ruth, chapter 3, verse 16 and verse number, I mean, chapter 1. The book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17, 16 reads. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to lead you, or to return from following after you. For whether you go, I will go. And where you love, I will love. Your people should be my people. And your YHWH Yahweh, my YHWH Yahweh. Verse 17. Where you die, will I die. And there will I be buried. The YHWH Yahweh do so to me. And more also, if us but death part you and me. You see that? You see the spirit? Now you see that that's once they well instructed, then somewhere down the line when you are driving the car or washing the car somewhere, then that thing will come to you. And that could and, and that now you now you now you take your eye and take a look. Oh. That's that's pretty good. Because um um what what do we say, Sister Sarah, in 30, verse 1 and 2, or the book of Numbers? See, according to the Bible, you just can't say anything you want to say and think you get away with it. But this is what it got written in uh, 30, verse 1 and 2, Sister Sarah. What did it say in 30, verse 1 and 2? On to the book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1 and 2. Yes. Verse 1 reads, In Moses' faith. Yeah, well, I can hurt you. 
So you 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 locked in whether you know it or not in the eyes of y'all. Wow, I'm trillion million years. Group two eleven, listen good. Watch your boy ass talk. Book of Ruth, chapter two, verse number eleven. What? Verse eleven reads. What? And Boaz answered and said unto her, What? It hath fully been showed to me all that you have done unto your mother-in-law uh-huh. since the death of your husband. Yes. And how you have left your father and your mother uh-huh. in land yes. of your nativity, and are come unto a people which you knew not heretofore. Uh-huh. Verse number twelve. Why is there is Yahweh recompense your work? Yahweh do what? Recompense your work. Yahweh recompense your work. Go ahead. And a full reward be given you of the wise of Yahweh. And you gonna get a full reward by following the Bible. Great. Yahweh is great. Great. Under worst wing. I mean, under whose wing you are come to trust. Uh huh. Verse thirteen. Then she said, "Let me find favor in your sight, my." Why What you call him? Yahweh. You see that? So you see what she called him because she was well instructed. She knows one thing when she see that man. That's close to Yahweh she's going to get to is that man on that pillow. That's why you got to make sure that man is a 30, uh, 37 trail that you know to keep the law. If he ain't keeping no law, then you, did you prepare to show your offering? He's not the one. He's talking a good game. He's not doing a good game. And you like cutting the grass. Oh, hey, hey, milk, I ought to cut the grass. Okay, go ahead. He cut half of the grass, look for whole money. Now, you know that ain't going to work. You got to get a man what the man tell you give it. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You got to get a man what the man tell you do. That's the time. For your first job. Uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Uh-huh. Now, uh, uh, Brother Joe, we're going to Ruth chapter 3, and we're going to look at verse 8 down to verse 11. Hey, Brother Joe, and, and you give me a closing statement. Ruth, verse 8 down to verse 11. Listen real good. Come on, Brother Joe. Pick it up, Brother McKay. All right. Ruth chapter 3, verse 8 down to verse 14. We're going over to the book of Ruth. Listen good. Chapter 3, verse 8 down to verse number 11. 8 to 14. Now, we find out, let me, let me bring the picture back up. We find out that Boaz seems to good work. And now Boaz seems to good work. Now, keep in your mind, Boaz seems to good work, and he knows Yahweh was working with him. Now, watch what happens in the third chapter. Verse 8 down to verse 14. Ruth, chapter 3, 8 down to verse 14. Let's say it, Brother McCoy. Brother Ruth, chapter 3, verse 8 down to verse 14, verse 8 in the read. 
And it came to pass at midnight. At midnight. That the man was afraid and turned himself. And behold, a woman lay at his feet. A woman doing what? Lay at his feet. A woman laying at his feet. Verse number nine. Uh-huh. And he said, Who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your handmaid. Spread therefore your skirt over your handmaid, for you are a near kin. Verse 10. And he said, Blessed be you of the wife of Jacob, my daughter. For you have showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning. And as much as you followed not young men, rather fruit, poor or rich. Verse 11. And now, my daughter, fear not. I will do to you all that you request. Bring me all that you require. For all the city of my people do know what you are, a virtuous one. Verse 12. And now it is true that I am your near kin. How be it? There is a kinsman nearer than I. Verse 13. Tarry this night, and it shall be in the morning, that if he will perform unto you the part of a kinsman, well, let him do the kinsman's part. But if he will not do the part of a kinsman to you, then will I do the part of a kinsman to you. And the YHWA, Yahweh living, lie down until the morning. Verse 14. And she lay at his feet until the morning. And she rose up before one could know another. And he said, Let it not be known that a woman came into the floor. Thank you. So what she shown. See, she was well instructed about Naomi. Listen, this is how we do this. If you are committed, this is the move you got to make to get his attention. You got to do a, a three verse eight. Read verse, three verse eight again. Listen good. The book of Ruth, chapter three, verse number eight, and it reads. What? And it came to pass at midnight. At midnight. That's a man was afraid and turned himself. Uh-huh. And behold, a woman lay at his feet. Hey, that's tough. This is what the man said. Well, I don't care. Hey, we know you ain't because you're in the world. You ain't going to do your wild business. If you do a your wild business, to show that you 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 sincere, you immerse yourself with this man, this man supposed to find you where in verse 8? Behold, a woman lay at his feet. Yeah, he know the sign from that point. He know the sign. This is called the baptism of relationship. When you make that move, he already know what he's giving to work with. Verse 14. Verse 14, it reads. The book of Ruth, chapter 3, verse 14. Listen to us. It reads. And she laid at his feet until the morning. And she rose up. Before one could know another. So, so he had, it, it, it wasn't no talk at the dump. He already know what's going on now. Because he raised up in the scripture, so he knows what this is This is about here. You got somebody not saying, no, ain't not that. I'm ready to submit to you. And that's the first sign what they will instruct the people to understand. When you when you find that, that better has if it's your foot, then you know one thing. She should, she is committed to you. Let's go and um, 
get eight chapters of Tobit. We're going to eight chapter of, now listen good now, the most of them come with it. We're going to Tobit chapter eight, first four down to verse eight. Listen real good. Tobit chapter eight, first four down to verse eight. Listen good. Brother Makai, come on. Going to the book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 4, down to verse number 8. Going to the book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 4, down to verse number 8. Listen good. Book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 4, and it reads, And after that, they were both shut in together. Yes. Yeah. Tobias rose out of the bed and said, Sister. Yes. Yeah. Arise, uh-huh. and let us pray that the wife doing Yahweh would have pity on us. Yeah. Verse 5. Then began Tobias to say, Blessed are you, O Yahweh of our Father, and blessed is the righteous and glorious name forever. Let the heavens bless you, and all your creatures. Verse 6. You made it out, and gave it him Eve, his wife, for an heifer. Before what? For an heifer. Uh-huh. And say. And, and what? And say. A heifer and a state. Not all over the place. Wherever you, what you own, I'm on. Go ahead. Of them came mankind. Yes. You have said, it is not good that man should be alone. Uh-huh. Let us make unto him an aid. A what? An aid. Uh-huh. Like unto himself. Uh-huh. Verse 7. And now, O wise servant Yahweh, I take not this my sister for love, what? but uprightly. Therefore, mercifully ordain that we may become aid to God. Aid to uh, how long? Aid to God. Aid to God. Let's go all together. What? Verse eight. And she said with him. Hey, hey, let's see what she said behind that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now we hear that. Hallelujah. Why? See, everybody know their role. That's why you better have got to be first instructed. The school got to be set up to show what the Bible tell you how to be to make Yahweh the overseer. You have to follow what's in this Bible. And we'll get more details tomorrow. Skip down to 19 through 21. Now, listen good now. 19 through 21. Listen good. All right. We're going back to the book of Tobit. Chapter 8, we're going to read verse 19 all the way down to verse number 21. Listen to that. The book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 19 down to verse 21. Verse 19 in the read. And he kept the wedding feast 14 days. The wedding feast was for 14 days. Verse 19. What? I mean, verse 20. For before the days of the marriage were finished, Raguel had said unto him by an oath. Raguel, the girl's father, said by an oath. That you should not depart till the 14 days of the marriage were expired. Right. Verse 21. And then he should take the half of his goods. Then Raguel, the father of the woman, he going to take Half of his goods, mm-hmm. everything he got, listen, and go in safely, safely to his father, uh-huh. and should have the rest 
when I and my wife will be dead. No, read you again. You, you, you all over the place. Now, read it as you take a time. All right. The book of uh, chapter 8, verse 21, read. And then he should take the half of his goods. Half his goods. And go in safety to his father. And you, you go in safety to your father. You got half of, half of the woman's daddy's goods. Go ahead. And should have the rest when I and my wife be dead. And the man get the rest of everything that the father-in-law have. Who get it? The man. The man get half of it now and with his mother and father, her mother and father die, he gets the rest of it. He gets total control of all assets. You got the day's relationship. Yeah, yeah, well, he's going he, he to bring that money and put it down on the table with me. And I'm going I'm to see what needs. No, no, you ain't got a yacht body man. It goes the other way around. You bring all the money and put it on the table, and he decides which way it goes. That's when that emerging come in, and that's when the test come in. I'm the one working this 40 hours. That's my money. Okay? But a Yaquali woman knows when she makes it, she's going to put it right in his hand. Because I'm solely submitted to that man. I laid down at that man's feet. That man made a vow. And knowing that he break that vow, Yaquali got him, I'm all into this thing. So, she didn't say nothing behind that because that's the way it goes. This is the Yahweh man. The Yahweh man gets the first and the last word. So you will find out what you got when they get their hands on that money or they get their, man on, get their, their name on personal property. When that woman come over to you and take off personal property and everything she got and sign it over to you, then you know you're working with something. But you better make sure that's the Yahweh man that you know keep the, the covenant because you got to submit totally to Yahweh to give you the blessing. Let's go to 10th chapter, 10 through 12. Listen good. Now listen good at this. Total chapter 10, 10 through 12. For the total, chapter 10. Because I heard, like, like, like a pastor told me, man, I know I made this, I know I'm the, uh, a female pastor. This is my congregation. I'm the one that gave all them tithes and all that. I know that's my car. My name on that car. That's my name on that home. Yeah, but that's the Yachwilder man. The Yachwilder man, once you, once you told us to get to the Yachwilder man, every title deed you got and sign over to him. That's when he knows you're a Yachwilder one. Because you're not in this game for the world. You're in the cost of your desire to that man. Now, that's when you will test what you're working with. Oh, I ain't saying my, my what? My car? My house? My boat? My what? What? No, I ain't doing that. But then we know what you work with. We know what you're working with. You ain't working with the Bible. You work with the world. Because the world, you're going to total submerge yourself like the old baptism. All the way under. And all the way back up. That means that, that, that he knows you working with something. Now, now you know what you got. And now you got to feel your duty with that woman, according to this book. Watch it. Job 10 to 12. Listen. Job chapter 10. Listen to this. Verse number 10 down to verse number 12. Right. Verse 10 reads. Right. Then Rahab, uh-huh. 
cattle. And cattle. And the money. And money.
You got these kids are double back in it. Mom, do I got to do that? Did he say do it? Then that's it. See, that's when you got a Yahweh name, you got to play the rules out of the Bible. What is it? Verse number 10. Honor not, glory not in the dishonor of your father. For your father's dishonor, dishonor is no glory unto you. That's right. Verse 11. For the glory of a man is from the honor of his father. And a mother in dishonor is a reproach to the church. What do you mean? If the woman come against that Yahweh name, then that a reproach. You got to honor that man as Yahweh as you honor that man in the air. You honor that man on that float. Give me your, uh, Galatians 6.16. I'm through with it. Galatians 6.16. All right, we're going to the book of Galatians. Listen to this. Chapter 6. We're going to pick it up at verse number 16. What does it say? Book of Galatians. Book of Galatians. Chapter 6. We're picking up at verse number 16. Galatians chapter 6, verse 16. And it reads. And as many as walk according to this rule. If you walk according to this rule, that Bible. Peace be on them. Peace be upon them. In mercy. Huh? And upon the Israel of Yahweh. And on that note, oh God, y'all lie for the fools and everything else. Please. All right. So we're going to get ready to our closing. We got plenty more time. We still got more time. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to put our. Uh, Let's go to the book of First Peter after uh there is where it gives to Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve, one through the time for me. Give me give me a few couple of men to it. Go to the book of Luke. I'm gonna read chapter twelve, verse number twelve. Verse 1 to 9. Verse 1 reads. Likewise, you 
Aaron, put them upon Aaron, your brother, and his son. Mm-hmm. 